What is good, everyone, and welcome to the We Just Talk Wrestling Podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm here with Dylan. Yeah. Hey, yeah. We have a loaded show for you guys today, but as always, we will break down the weekly shows, going over any stories from all the different promotions. We will be interviewing VWR's part owner, Scott Bruce, plus the WM yeah Moment of the Week. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WJTW19. Give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're using to listen to the show. So, Dylan, what caught your eye in wrestling this week? So, this was a pretty interesting story uh, that I read. I believe it was reported by the one and only Dave Meltzer, you know, who will one day cancel us. Yep. Um, it's being reported that uh, former Ring of Honor women's champion, Roxy, is actually uh, – she's actually received a contract offer from WWE. Uh, she reportedly had a tryout with the company back in December that was received very, very well. Um, no words on if she's actually signed the contract or if and when she'll ever debut with the company. <clears throat> but Roxy could be on the way to WWE. Now, with that, a lot of people speculate that should be part of NXT's new brand. But, Kyle, the, I, I, I think the NXT women's roster right now is a little deeper than the main roster, and she has shown that she can be the forefront uh, or, or be, be on a larger platform that maybe Raw or SmackDown might be better suited for instead of NXT 2.0. What do you think? Well, she's not going to be the forefront of the women's division because they no. have Charlotte and Becky and Sasha and Bayley, who they really care about. Um, Roxy would be... I, I'm going to try to give you a superstar where I think she would be the same role as... And, and, you know, I'm thinking about it. I think maybe Dylan should be around the same boat as about a Liv Morgan and a Naomi. Mm -hmm. She'd be in that mid card, which is not a bad thing. No. But the company just wouldn't push her because they they push the same people all the time. Okay, let me me backtrack and and clarify what I mean. What I mean by, like, she can hold her own on, like, a bigger platform. Not necessarily – we know WWE is not going to push her more than Charlotte or Becky. No. like, Like you said. But what I mean is she doesn't need to be on a smaller show like NXT. They could easily put her on Raw and SmackDown and she could hold her own in whatever role they put her in. I guess that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I mean, she would have matches with, you know, mm-hmm. she would have good matches with pretty much everyone on the roster. I think, yeah. I'm think i trying to think of uh, if they ever pushed her seriously. I think her and Dana Brooke would be fun. Um, mm-hmm. I think her and Liv would be fun. Yeah. Um, I think Naomi. her and Shotzi would be. Yeah, Naomi. Um <laughs> You know, Shayna Baszler could choke her out in 10 seconds. But other than that, like, <laughs> you know, I, I think it, it's an interesting story. I read that earlier. And um, mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought it up because it's very interesting. But yep. uh, all right, Dylan, my story this week will focus on MLW. It has been confirmed by several sources that Killer Cross will be at MLW's event called Super Fight. No word on what he will be doing at the event, but this is his first big appearance post WWE. And mm-hmm. the whole card looks fantastic. Alexander Hammerstone defends the MLW World title against Davy Richards. Uh, Jacob Fatu versus Mads Kruger in a stairway to hell match. Uh, your boy Enzo versus <laughs> Casey Navarro. Um, be a decent sprint there. And even Ricky Steamboat will be at the event. Wow. Um, I have been raving about this brand for years now. And this card is stacked. And mm-hmm. if... MLW is able to convince Cross and maybe even Scarlet to sign a contract and stay. This will be a massive step in the right direction for a growing brand that needs it more than an AEW. 
Um, I mean, it, it should go without saying that wherever Cross signs, Scarlet's going to be like, yes, they're they're viewed as a package deal, rightfully so, because they're they're great together. Um, I think the big thing with Scarlet, and she's kind of made it public since leaving WWE, is that she wanted to wrestle, and WWE had zero interest in ever putting her in the ring. So, you know, obviously you're you're, you're highlighting uh, Killer Cross, but if Cross goes and Scarlet goes with him. Do you think there'd be a role for Scarlet yeah. in ring? Yeah, that, I, I, that featherweight yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's ultimately kind of would be at least her signing point is she wants to be in the ring as yeah. well as be a manager. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you. If they manage to lock up Killer Cross uh, more exclusively and long term, that would be massive for that brand. I know you're a massive fan of of what they do over there, so that'd be really cool stuff. I think it's the best brand in wrestling right now. I really do. It, it, it would be a cool way to you know give them. Obviously, a mainstream star, you know, he has appeal. He had a lot of success in NXT and Impact and stuff like that. So, um, could hopefully lift that brand um, to new heights. That'd be cool to see. Yeah, if we get him and Hammerstone or him and Mil Mortez. Jeez, that'd be um, great. All right. So, uh, that's it for the news stories this week. We're going to jump right into AEW. We will don't, start. Don't sigh like that. We will start with Rampage this week. A decent show. Uh, the Young Bucks defeated Rapungi Vice in tag action. Pretty solid and fun match. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Express defeated the Gun Club to retain the AEW tag titles. Mm. A missed opportunity from AEW with the 100%. unknowingness in the tag division. And they've built, they've built these guys up in a way that it would have been believable if they would have won. And maybe, you know, Billy were to do some antics on the outside. I just think they deserved it. I think mm-hmm. everything in their career mm-hmm. to lead at this point, I think it was the wrong move. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's AEW for you. But we're yep. going to move into Dynamite. Um, the Inner Circle had a team meeting, and now it looks like the faction is splitting up. Um, Hager and Jericho will be in tag action next week versus that proud and powerful. Um, CM Punk and his mystery partner, John Moxley, defeated FDR in a pretty solid sprint. Uh the main event, Dylan, was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Page retained his AEW world title against Lance Archer in a nasty Texas death match. Loved the spot on the steel steps on the outside. That was brutal. Mm-hmm. Going into this episode, AEW hyped this up to be a game-changing episode where mm-hmm. the brand will never be the same. Keith Lee opened the Forbidden Door and defeated Isaiah Cassidy in a squash. And Jay White appeared in a segment with Adam Cole plus the Young Bucks. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love Jay White and love what he does in New Japan. But this is honestly just the lead to a match with Omega, which will be fantastic. I'm not going to lie, that will rule. As far as Keith Lee, love him in NXT, really like the guy, really good in the ring, and he adds a big body to the roster. But this was disappointing. I mean, all of the hype that this got, all of the names out there. I love Keith Lee. Yes, this will bolster the main, or I guess the mid card, and maybe the main event scene one day, who knows. But this did not deserve all the hype received. And overall, I thought it was a lackluster episode of Dynamite. See, this is where you and I will disagree. Um, you can could, you, you could call Keith Lee's debut... I guess a disappointment in, in sorts. A lot of people thought Jeff Hardy 
uh, was on his way. Bray Wyatt was on his way. You were the only one who thought Triple H was on his way, which was kind of dumb. Um, Keith Lee was the safe bet. It wasn't the bad bet, though. This was no. this. I love Keith Lee, and I'm happy he's back on a major program like this because the man deserves a lot of praise um, and, and, and deserves to be watched by, by millions, not, you know, no disrespect to the smaller independent promotions, but this man deserves to be on a big stage, and um, I hope he does well. You call it a disappointment. I call it expected. This was, this was something that was very – it was unpredictable. It, it wasn't game-changing, so I agree with you on that aspect. But I wouldn't call it necessarily disappointing. Now, I wish him and Isaiah Cassidy had an actual match. This was just a glorified six-minute squash. Um, Cassidy got some action in, but it would have been really cool if these two actually put on a 15-minute banger on TV. That would have been, yeah, because he's, he's amazing in the ring. And if these two put on a good match, I think they'd have good chemistry. The way you know Lee being a bigger guy but can move quick like Cassidy can, I, I feel like that'd be a fun match if they actually get a proper one. That's the only part I was disappointed in, but it was also kind of expected too. Yeah, no, I agree. I, now, I was thinking of well, before ahead. you go on, yep. I was thinking of who would have the star power to really like game change. Now, without the ones like Triple H, Shane, and uh, like even a regal who like in ring would have really Bray mm-hmm. and Jeff to me would have been the only ones. Uh, I mean, Gargano, you can throw in that mix too, but uh, I don't know if, if they pulled out Bray, I, I think it would have been more of a shock factor. Yeah. And honestly, like Keith Lee's great and he's going to be good in that role, but AEW needs a little bit different because we mm-hmm. know all of their talents, fantastic in the ring. But they need a Bray, someone that can bring something else to the table. Right. Um, I did have, like, an interesting theory going in. Before I get on to my, my other point about AEW this week, um, I thought if somehow they worked out some sort of deal with Jeff's 90-day clause, which actually isn't up until next month, but rumor is is that there's an ongoing thing that he may appear sooner rather than later yep. um, due to uh, – that's a, that's a different story for a different day. But – um, Isaiah Cassidy, obviously part of private party, part of the Hardy family office. If Jeff would have been in that spot, I mean, you have, you have a built-in feud between him and Matt. Everyone's expecting that the Hardy boys are going to get back together. And yeah, that'll probably be what happens. I thought it would be a cool from storytelling standpoint to have Jeff debut against Isaiah Cassidy and yeah. feud with Matt as opposed yeah. to be his teammate, because we know when Matt and Jeff put on a match together, Oh, oh my God, they tear the house down. And that is something yep. Matt Hardy, I think, could really benefit from considering he's he, he's viewed more as like a manager nowadays, I feel like. I mean, yeah. it's kind of rare that you see him in the ring. And when he is in the ring, it's usually trios action, which don't get me wrong, they're, they're fine. But Matt being in a prominent role against Jeff on AEW TV, I feel would be awesome. Kyle, there were some things that you left out about Rampage. My boy Danhausen did appear. Who cares? Put some respect on it on his name. Um, and finally, about the Jurassic Park or Jurassic Park, Jurassic Express. Can't and, wait till the next uh, Jurassic World movie, by the way. But go on. Yeah, I they, they just got a free plug. Damn it. Anyway, uh, Jurassic Express Gun Club. I totally agree with you. Um, this would have been a really cool opportunity to give the Gun Club the tag titles finally. 
The only reason why I feel like they didn't is because AEW has a tendency to not want to play hot potato with their belts. They want champions to kind of have somewhat lengthier reigns, at least a few months. Um, But this would have been a good time to give them the belts and also possibly continue on the feud while you're still building up the House of Black. You know what I mean? Because they're not – they're great, but – in, in the mainstream wrestling eyes, they're not ready for the tag belts, even though you and I think they are. You give the gun club the belts, let these two feud it out for a little bit, and then House of Black Gun Club, I feel, would be a more compelling feud than House of Black Jurassic Express. See what I mean? No, no, I, I 100% see what you mean. And the gun club, I think, would lead to more opportunities for the younger talent. Because mm-hmm. you can have a gun club versus a blondes feud. You could have, yes. uh, you know, TH2 back in the mix. I think it would give Private these- party. Yes, exactly. I think it would give these younger teams more of a benefit because they are a younger team, a new team that can really build this division. But, you know, uh, Jurassic Express, they're already established. Yeah, and they they have have mainstream drawing power, too, if you really think about it. With Mm -hmm. Billy Gump being on the outside, huge star of the Attitude Era, made my top ten list on favorite tag teams, much to Kyle's uh, dismay. But, I mean – they should have won the belts. You're absolutely yes. right. I, I yep. agree with you 100. percent Yeah, yeah, they dropped the ball, and it yeah. would have been a shock, which they lack. You know what I mean? Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I understand, like, oh, you Keith Lee with big shock. I mean, it was kind of expected, but this yeah. would have been your big shock this week. It would have been. It just... would have been. It would have been great to see. I would have really. I but... I do wish they would have won. And uh, two quick notes before we uh, move on to WWE. Um, it does look like uh, Adam Cole and Adam Page is the next yes. feud. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not exactly sure what Adam Cole has done to deserve a title shot. He did just lose to a guy that puts his hands in his pockets. So I'm not exactly sure. Is it is it just name value? He, is that why he's getting it? it or they? So so what they said is on their way as Dynamite went off the air is that he's number one in the rankings. And, you know, AEW cares about wins and losses and rankings and stuff like that. He's apparently number one in the men's division for the world title. But he hasn't so, even done anything. I know. It doesn't really make sense. But they say he's number one. I'm not mad about it if we get Adam Page. Oh, no. Cole. It's going to be a good match, but I wish there was more of a story. It's just like, oh, here's Adam You're Paul. right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I agree with you. Um, and then uh, it does look like CM Punk and MJF will have another match. Oh, God. Just well, in this. Punk, Punk won his... That that tag match, the stipulation was if he won, he gets a match with MJF. Yeah. You know, That'll probably be at Revolution on the 6th. I think that match will be better than the one on Dynamite. Yes. I, I'm confident in that. They, they do a better job booking and piecing together pay-per-view matches than they do TV matches, which, granted, most, most wrestling companies should or, you know, should do or already do. But, yeah, yeah I agree. It'll be better. All right, uh, let's go do the WWE news with you. What you got this week? All right, so Raw was kind of eh, – SmackDown was kind of eh, – uh, so I'm going to kind of speed through this as quick as I can. I'll just talk about some highlights. So RK Bro oh, God. won the three-part academic challenge that's been ongoing over several weeks. They are the number one contenders for the Raw tag titles. This was just kind of a comedy feud, which I don't like because RK Bro – has been one of the top tag teams that WWE has done in a while. This sort of mismatch partnership has worked out great. And I know you're a big Alpha Academy fan. Yeah. If they took – don't get me wrong. The segments are funny. Gable's great in his role. Riddle's amazing. But, like, if this feud was taken more seriously, dude, this would be a million bucks. But right now it's – I mean, it's good. 
I did I, like the quiz bowl. It was funny. It was it, really funny. No, don't get me wrong. They're they're great, but I just wish this feud was taken a little more seriously, considering the players that are involved. Gable's clearly capable of it. No, dude, Randy Orton is Randy Orton, for God's sakes. Chad Gable's becoming one of the best things in the company. And I agree. And dude, he he's so good in the ring and he's just improving on the mic. So, dude, if he ever gets to that point that he is in the ring. Mm-hmm. Dude, I mean, this is a guy that could headline WrestleMania, but they just don't put him in a spot like that. But uh, love him. I love yeah. all four. All yeah. four of them did great. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other news, Dominic defeated The Miz in singles action. I think this is leading towards a miz Rey Mysterio match, possibly either at the, at the Chamber in a couple weeks or possibly at Mania. We'll see what happens. Mm, uh, AJ Styles it. defeated Damian Priest. In a non-title match, uh, Kevin Owens defeated Austin Theory to avenge his loss from last week. Um, He went to Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville saying, well, I beat him now. Can I get in the Elimination Chamber? And they said, well, no, you didn't beat him when it counts, so sucks for you, buddy, but congrats on the win. Um, Piper Neven uh, defeated Liv Morgan in singles (laughs) action. (laughs) Dude, Liv Morgan has not won a match in so long. Yeah, they, they've really dropped the ball with this push. They yes. treated her like a big star, put her in these big moments that fans, well, I, I felt were all behind, and then they said, nah, never mind. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, we got a Lita and Becky Lynch brawl. Who cares? Um, Lita did hit her moonsault, which is still beautiful to see. She, she does a really good job. Um, Rollins and Riddle, their match went to a DQ after Kevin Owens interfered. Uh, this led to a tag match uh, where Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens defeated RK Bro, and that was Monday Night Raw. Does uh, does anyone actually care about the Leah Becky feud? Because I don't, and a lot of the internet it's... doesn't either. So what I'm what I'm reading and how I feel as well is it's cool to see Lita back. It's cool to see Lita wrestling again, but it's all for nothing. She's not yeah. beating Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to see the winner of the Elimination Chamber face Lita at WrestleMania. You know what I no. mean? Like, this is just a cool way to get people to watch Elimination Chamber, maybe fill that stadium a little more in Saudi Arabia. But I love Lita, but this seems to be all for nothing. Yes. They're making, like, fake heat, it seems like, between the two. You I worry I mean? about the match, too. I think the match will be fine. I, I, I again, it's just it's hard for me to get excited for it because we know how it's going to end. We know Becky's retaining. Yeah. So anyway, uh, moving on to SmackDown. SmackDown oh. just featured a lot of talking segments, to be honest. Not a lot of matches, um, and just kind of built towards the elimination chamber. We got a Goldberg segment. Unfortunately, Michael Cole interviewed him. It was fucking stupid. He also interviewed Reigns and and Heyman, which again. Stupid. They're trying to make this thing a bigger deal than it is. Again, we know how it's going to end. Goldberg's not winning the title. <laughs> yeah, I know. Reigns <laughs> is going to WrestleMania. Blah 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 blah. Um, Natalia finally avenged her losses to Aaliyah <laughs> and defeated her via submission. This was a they called it a dungeon style submissions match, where it, it was only submissions. It's just a submissions match, basically. Um, Corbin defeated Cesaro in singles <laughs> action. <laughs> Dude, Cesaro is one of the best wrestlers in this company, and they treat him like he's Mansoor. I swear to God. <laughs> Who, by the way, is probably going to sneak into the WWE title elimination chamber at, at in Saudi Arabia and probably win the belt because he might. 
I look, look forward to how he's going to sneak through the ring like Shawn Michaels did and super kick everyone in the ring, and he's going to win the belt, brother. Yep, and then Call he'll face now. Bobby at WrestleMania. And he'll squash him. No, when he gets squashed, because not in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> oh, that's I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> nothing against Saudi Arabia, but Mansoor is in the company, but Malachi Black is not. Anyway, um, and finally, SmackDown was main evented with a SmackDown Women's Title match between Charlotte Flair and Naomi, and this match ruled. The internet has been raving about this since it happened. Uh, they're saying that Naomi should be. The, the true number one contender, not Ronda Rousey. We should get Rousey and Lynch and do this match at Mania instead. Obviously, WWE's like, we don't give a fuck what you want. Uh, but Naomi really showed that she can hold her own. I think character-wise, there's something lacking there still. And I think that's the big reason why she's never gotten a good push. But you and I have spoken numerous times that she can hold her own in the ring. She's very athletic. So is Charlotte. And this match ruled. But Charlotte did successfully retain the belt. And then there was an announcement right after the match, or right after SmackDown, I believe, that Naomi is going to team with Ronda Rousey to face Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville at Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia. Well, they're going to do Sonya and uh, Naomi at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one quick note before we move on. SmackDown was taped. Uh, ne- next week's show was taped since they're going to be traveling early to Saudi Arabia since it's going to take place on a Saturday, our mm-hmm. time. Yep. Um, so SmackDown was pre-taped next week. I will not go over those results, even though they are on the internet right now. I'm going to yep. treat it as as a normal week. Um, I'm sure that you know the dirt sheets have already announced what's happened. The results are out there. Everyone's leaked them. But you and I will treat this as a normal week. So I'm only breaking down what happened on this week's edition of SmackDown. We will treat next week's SmackDown as brand new. So we will not discuss it or post anything on social media until next week's episode is recorded and is live yep yeah i um so i heard on the internet or i guess i saw on the internet that mm-hmm. uh people love naomi charlotte like loved it yep. loved it uh bleacher report said that it might be a top three match of the year so I, I yeah love- maybe for wwe so no no, no they <laughs> said in wrestling i don't, I don't so agree with that i but... um so i i checked it out mm-hmm. i liked it like, yeah. it wasn't bad. It was probably Naomi's best match ever. I think so, um, yeah. And I didn't think it set the world on fire, but it was a really, really solid main event. Yeah. Like, Charlotte was going to roll. Naomi was um, – Naomi's still not there yet. Um, she's mm-hmm. just, like – she kind of has a Sasha problem where her moves just don't look – Like, they hurt. No, they're, they're crisp, but they – they don't look believable. And yeah. she needs a new finisher because I, dude, it takes away from just her character. They have to change her finisher. But um, I, I didn't, I wouldn't say it ruled, but it was, it was really good in a WWE sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we put it on like an all women's show, like in Japan, it'd probably be like the third or fourth best match on there, like consistently. But I thought in a WWE sense and, you know, just in North America, I thought it was a good match. So I had no complaints about it. I thought the match was great. However, I agree with the sentiment that it didn't set the world on fire. Um, if, if Bleacher Report did say it was a top three match of the year, I totally disagree with that statement. However, this match was very good. And being on TV, it was a great main event to close out a show, which quite frankly needed something good to close the show because SmackDown 
was pretty lackluster. And the fact that this closed it out at least doesn't leave a sour taste in my mouth considering mm. yeah. you, you end on a high note. It's a very yep. good match, very entertaining. Yeah. They did they did good. Yeah, no, I, I liked it. Um yeah. wanna before we move on, uh the so I, I guess it was a comment underneath that someone's opinion was it was a top three match of the year. The article said this will be a match of the year contender. Oh, so, okay. Okay. But that some guy said that it's going to be a top three match of the year, which is not going to be. Because he up. probably only watches WWE and is like, oh my God. This probably, is the greatest thing of all time. Yeah, he but... probably wet his pajamas watching it. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, there's, there's other – there's wrestling out there, guys. And we cover – And we're all. not talking about AEW. We're talking about everywhere else. Yes. But uh, anyway, we're going to segue into the indies. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, so this week I will highlight Power Slam Pro Wrestling, or PPW, based out of Beach City, Ohio. Dylan, have you heard of it? No, but I'm familiar with the great state of Ohio. Have you heard of Beach City? Uh, I feel I, like I've heard I think, of it. I think so, yeah. I think I... Yeah, I, it sounds familiar. Okay, so uh, to open the show, we had Bruiser Schmidt defeat Christian Saint and Jake Eli in a solid triple threat match. Wilbur Whitlock successfully defended his Ohio, name. huh? Uh, that no, no, no. That's just a great name, Wilbur Whitlock. Oh no, dude, I love Wilbur. It's a great Whitlock. name. Successfully, you're gonna get a kick out of this one. Successfully <laughs> defended his Ohio heavyweight title against Mister Crummles. Oh yeah, with a, a Wilbur game. Cutter for the win. Oh. Um, Vio defeated Levi with a springboard stunner and a very impressive showing from both guys. Reed and Knight defeated the Rat Pack. And if you are looking for another six stable, the Rat Pack rule. And I will talk about them in a minute. Uh, in the main event for the PPW Junior Heavyweight title, Colin Crew defended that title against Jason Grimm in a casket match. These two started fast, you know, right out of the gate um, until Crew slowed things down, choking Grimm with the bottom rope crew playing the heel very well brought in a steel chair and literally kicked it into his face sick grim turned things around got a kendo sick uh slammed into the face of crew blood everywhere these two were just going at it like i said um they even used the casket as a weapon which i really liked and they even used the chain to lock the casket as a weapon really really cool in the end grim puts crew into the casket and we have a new champion very fun match, had some unique spots, but so well done. My MVP of the night goes to Sean Blaze, but honestly, the whole Rat Pack stable. One of the best stables that I have seen this year, not just in indies, but in wrestling. Sean is a great leader. Chris Worker oozes confidence that every wrestler should have. So make sure you go check out PPW on YouTube, really the only place I know that's on. Because it was fantastic. And shout out to our MVP, Sean Blaze, but honestly, the whole Rat Pack stable. Awesome. Another, That's what I got this week. Awesome. Another great addition. Uh, we'll be sure to shout those out on our social medias. We'll tag those uh, profiles as we find them so you guys can follow them and give them some love like we do every single week. Um, this segment has done wonders for us already um, as we continue to grow had a lot of success with this so um we'll give these guys a shout out and um you guys go give 
appreciate that, and I know they will as well. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I really liked it. Uh, the commentary was good. And uh, they only – I think they have 300 subscribers on YouTube, so let's build okay. that up a little bit for them. Yeah. Um, because really good stuff coming out of that promotion. But, uh, Absolutely. Dylan, what is your hot take of the week? Um, so I'm probably going to get some shit from this. Um, as I was watching Dynamite, something was hitting me that I know a lot of wrestling fans don't agree with. I don't think Adam Page is a good world champion. There's just there's something missing for me. I don't know what it is. He's great in the ring. Um, the match was was great. Uh, what what we got on Dynamite. I just don't see Adam Page as a great world champion. Um, I get the long term storytelling that they did with him and Omega building that up. I don't discredit that. That was a great moment, rightfully so. I don't know what it is. I just can't mm. get behind Adam Page as a world champion. To me, there's better people suited on the roster to carry that belt. You have Moxley. You have Danielson. Obviously, Omega, when he's healthy, will be fine. Uh, Adam Cole, I think, would make a better champion right now if they actually do something with him other than wrestling Orange Cassidy and losing. I know. Um, it, I, I could see Jericho back in the role again once the inner circle stuff is done. Um, and, and obviously, last but certainly not least, MJF and Wardlow, who I predicted would be a world champion soon. Yep. Um, I could go on and on with guys who I think could be better suited as champion right now. There's just something missing for me. No, I, I think there is something missing. Uh, you're definitely not alone there. I, mm-hmm. I can't really put my finger on what it is. It's, um, I, I, I don't get the, I don't he, like the cowboy gimmick, I think. I think that might be what it is. I'm not sure. Well, it, I don't know if it's the cowboy gimmick, but I think he should play that more. Like, he should have more beers in the ring. He should, you know, have this, like, not care attitude. But, mm-hmm. you know, until someone gets in his face, then, you know, that's when, you know, the hat comes off and, you know, he gets serious. But there, there's just something, like, I, I, I agree with you. I don't really know what it is. He had a fantastic promo last week um, about, like, I've only defended this title twice. Give me more challengers. I love that. So maybe if he does that more, it'll build into his character. Like, I'll take on anyone, but I'm just here, you know, drinking drinking a beer and really don't care until someone challenges me. You know what I mean? Like, I think he should play up that cowboy, even though you or I really don't care for it. Mm-hmm. He should play with what he's got. So you're saying do more of it because he's not doing enough. I say I I my favorite Adam Page is you know remember remember in ROH and in the Indies he would wear like the noose around his neck he'd come to the ring he'd play up the hangman gimmick a little better. No, yeah, that's no, that's I mean, what I want to see more. I want to see I guess the old older. But more. we have the cowboy, so I'm just saying if this is what yeah. you got, just, just do play more of it. it. Yeah, right. But um, yeah, that's my hot take this week. Oh, Dylan, you're not gonna like this one. Is this so, is this the shot? Is this the personal shot? So, Dylan, I remember that uncalled for shot you took at me for zero reason two weeks ago. Uh-huh. So, I'm here to finish this, and we will be even. All right. We'll see about that. This will be. This will keep going. We won't be even. Guys. No, we are going to be even. <laughs> uh, so, according to RingsideNews.com. Uh-huh. Your guy, Paul Heyman, believes that Madcap Moss will be a future main eventer in WWE. It's a high praise from a guy like that, don't in it? Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm not a big fan of the joke characters in wrestling. 
But every product has a few. Some work, some don't. We see it all the time. Dylan, my hot take this week is that Madcap Moss, from a wrestling character and entertainment standpoint, is better than Dan Housen. We all know the gimmick isn't great for Moss, and we, we get it. But he has improved so much in the ring. He's actually confident on the mic. And I actually like seeing the guy wrestle. As for Dan Housen, yeah, this needs to stop. This gimmick should just not be on TV. If Cage, Jack Evans, Abaddon, Penelope Ford, Ali, they can't get on TV, why should this guy be on TV? He's not even doing anything. This I will curse thing, it's just not funny. And I do praise him for attracting an audience and creating his own thing. But if we compare the two, Matt Cat Moss is just beyond Danhausen at this point, and I really believe that. So my hot take is that Matt Cat Moss is better than Danhausen. Yeah, this is far from over, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is far from. I over. know. I, hey, I, I'm just even in the score. I'm gonna spend you took the a entire shot at my NXT. So I'm taking a no, shot no, 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 no. at listen, this guy. Listen. I never discredited your ladder match. I just said the one that we got a few weeks ago was better. And it I'm allowed to have that opinion. But <laughs> hey, I'm opinion, allowed to have this, op- well, have your, this opinion. Your opinion fucking sucks. No one, no one on the planet thinks Madcap Moss is more entertaining. I do. Yeah, you and that's it. You and your dog. That's it. No, I, if you ask WWE fans, they what they don't even know. Oh, it oh is. Du- exactly. So WWE they're gonna say, fans. hey, they're gonna say Mad Cat. Kyle, they got to be in bed in two hours. I can't talk to WWE, fans. <laughs> dude. Hey, Mad Cat, man. And also, <laughs> Dan Housen, he just doesn't bring anything to AEW. You have Orange Cassidy. That that is your gimmicky character. Why do you need another one? Like, there, there's just, like, there's no reason. But And especially if you take Madcap and make him Riddick, dude, this guy's got untapped potential in this company, I think. And, dude, and the guy you love, Paul Heyman, said the exact same thing. And he's and, been right. And he's been and, right a lot. Me and Paul are going to have to have some conversations. Yep. He said he loves Madcap. Oh, boy. It, okay, stupid. he doesn't even mind the gimmick. I, I don't love the gimmick. Uh, personally, but uh, I-, I think he's better than Danhausen. I really, I really do. So, uh, Dylan, would you like to go into your dummy yeah moment of the week? Your take. That's my dummy. No, I'm kidding. No, um, I had a smile <laughs> on my face when I wrote that. By the way, Matt Cat Moss <laughs> did eliminate AJ Styles for me. Royal Rumble. Still a little upset about that. By the way, he did, uh, dude. Okay, <laughs> as much as like I defend Matt Cat, you can't defend that. We're no. going. Anyway, um, my dummy yeah moment this week goes to WWE for their um, strange decision making on TV. I don't really know how to like label it. Uh, okay. So let me give you some stories. So after Big E dropped the WWE title, um, they have permanently moved him to SmackDown to team up with Kofi Kingston, who, by the way, has been feuding with the. <laughs> yes, yeah, say his name. Has been feuding with <laughs> Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin over the last few weeks. Dude, I can't, dude. I, I love it when you say those names because I know you don't want to, but it's just it, it's just so dumb, the names. It's just funny. But I haven't – I okay, I, it hasn't gotten so bad. Like, like I call Piper Neven Piper Neven again because I, I refuse to say that. Yeah. Name. 
Yeah. At least I'll I'll say Madcap. It hasn't gotten to the point. Although the AJ Styles thing is getting there. Yeah. No. But anyway. Uh, anyway, back to the story. So Biggie has been permanently moved to SmackDown. Okay. Seemingly teaming up the New Day again, right? However, Vince McMahon has gone on record saying that he's very adamant that he does not want Kofi Kingston and Big E to be referred to as so much so that if you go on like their YouTube pages, the Big E, Kofi Kingston, Corbin, and Moss match that happened recently, it says Big E and Kofi Kingston versus Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss, not New Day versus Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss. So, <laughs> with, with Woods, what, okay, so first off, Big E's teaming with Kofi because Woods is hurt right now. He has a yes. foot injury. Uh, he should be back hopefully soon. Best of luck. Uh, hope he heals up. But you can call Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods New Day because that's what they yep. refer to them. But Big E and Kofi can't be New yep. Day even though yep. they, they were mm-hmm. New Day. Um, that to me makes no sense. Uh, who knows? Maybe when Xavier Woods comes back with Big E now being on SmackDown, maybe the trio will be back together and we'll finally be called New Day again. Or Woods will be put back with Kofi and Big E will be wrestling, um, uh, Madcap. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be, be wrestling Rick Boogs in a dark match oh, <laughs> with Pat McAfee as special guest referee. <laughs> By the way, just mentioned Pat again for the like third consecutive week because you know he's going to be a guest on the show one day. Uh, but anyway, that's my dummy moment this week is uh, WWE not allowing New Day members to be called the New Day. That's just strange when I read it's that. I, kind it, of weird. I, I just – I didn't understand. Like, the only, like, thing I was trying to, like, think about was they don't want Big E in the tag role yet. But mm-hmm. he was always in that faction. Yeah. So, I understand if you don't want him in – the tag division and you know they want him more of a single star and i and i get that but dude he, he's still in the new day so well, just call him it well and the thing is is they didn't do a good job with the split now no. don't get me wrong like they just kind of split they just drafted on separate brands and that's how biggie was separate that's how they formed him as an as a single star i guess the reason why you and i and all the other fans view him as a member of the new day is because they never formally broke up yeah you know what i mean like there wasn't a heel turn. There wasn't like neither side turned on each other. They just kind of split on different brands and it was what it was. So maybe that's why it kind of leaves a sour taste is like, we didn't get a biggie heel turn and he didn't leave the new day and say, I'm the star. I should be the star or vice versa. Yeah. So maybe that's why it's kind of strange to us. It, Cause it's not like, you know, when Rollins teams with reigns, we don't call them the shield because there was <laughs> yeah. an actual breakup there. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe that's why it kind of seems a little weird. And Biggie's still part of the New Day. I don't care what you say. Yeah, I know. He, he is. is. He is yeah. until they formally break them up and make him not a part of the New Day. I yeah, guess. but you have to think that Vince doesn't think any wrestling fan is smart. Yeah. So he just he kind of does his own thing and hopes that they forget. So. I'm not against how they split. I'm just saying that's probably why we all view them as part of the New Day because they never broke up. It's just, just it a is what it very is. weird scenario. Anyway, um, so my dummy yeah moment of the week makes me smile again. Uh, WWE NXT 2.0. <laughs> okay. Dylan, I understand they were on sci-fi this week. 
because yep. of the Wonder Olympics, which I hope everyone's been watching because they have been really solid. Yep. Anyway. So was Monday Night Raw, by the way. It was on Sci-Fi as well. Yeah. Um, but they got less than 400,000 viewers mm-hmm. and a 0.07 in the key demographic, which is their lowest in their 2.0s history. So what does that mean, Dylan? It means the product sucks and it's terrible. So... <laughs> Just straight to the point. So what you do is you bring back Triple H, and that is it. But anyway, uh, the brand brought in Dolph Ziggler to try Mm -hmm. and boost ratings. So, Dylan, can you tell me why Dolph Ziggler's in this role? Because Dolph is not important in WWE TV right now. So why should we invest in him going to a developmental brand where, one, we know he's going to lose – and two, because they don't even show him on TV much, so why should we go check him out on another show? It's just decisions like this will keep diminishing this brand because, you know, it's a, just a joke, and that is it. It's, it's just putting fuel to the fire that this decision to rebrand it may or probably will be the worst decision in the history of wrestling. I mean, you're you're pretty accurate there. Now you can you can factor some of the low low numbers to the fact that they weren't on their regular. And I, that's what I said. Yep. Yeah, and and I haven't looked at the numbers, but I'm sure Raw's ratings were lower than the previous week. Yes. that happens when you switch networks. Things happen. Not too one, much though. Yeah, SmackDown was put on FS1. I think during the World Series. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. And the viewership was lower. Things like that happen, but. I'm a firm believer not only in wrestling but in life in general. If it's not broke, don't fix it. NXT did not need to be rebranded no. because the show itself was already spectacular. Yeah, they were getting less ratings than AEW, but guess what? AEW was brand new. It was the hot thing. It was the new thing, and everyone's going to watch the new thing. Doesn't mean they like it more than the other show. They just want to tune into something fresh, something new, and something different. And look at the stars they had at that time. Exactly. They signed Jericho. They, they had Kenny Omega, Omega the Cody Bucks. Rhodes, Young Bucks. Like They had all the free agents, all the big names that weren't in WWE on that program. That's why NXT got lower ratings. Go back and look at the viewership side by side. It's not like AEW dominated. Yes, no. they won every single week except like one or two. But they didn't blow them out of the water. Let's not no. get crazy here. If it's not broke, don't fix it. This is what WWE gets for changing something that didn't need to be changed. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I, I just laughed when I saw the 0.07 in the key demographic. I think their lowest is like either a 0.11 or a 0.13. And uh, I also find it interesting. I need to fact check this, but I think SmackDown's viewership actually went up from last week. Yeah. Don't quote I me feel- on that, but yeah. I think it did. So, if they could, why didn't th- this one go up? Well, because no one Well, cares well remember, SmackDown's on Fox. That didn't have to change. Oh, that, that's it right. Was, You're right. Yeah. It was Raw that had to change. Because... But Raw didn't go down that much. No, I, I, I want to look at the numbers just to kind of compare them. But to my knowledge, I didn't hear any big news about low viewership from Raw as I did from NXT. So Yeah, that's right. They are on Fox, and they're really uh, not doing a great job with that. But uh, – Fox anyway. is not happy with WWE right now. Apparently. Is that right? I mean, they wanted to bring in CM Punk, and WWE refused. So they're not bringing in CM Punk. Well, I'm talking about this is what this is when Punk was coming back and talks with AEW. They would never bring in CM Punk again. 
No, WWE wouldn't, but Fox wanted them, apparently. That was the report. Yeah, but well, I, I don't see the money in a brother. <laughs> and that's about they, it. They reportedly offered to pay part of his salary. They were like, we'll fucking pay him. If you guys won't, just put and him on Vince TV. said, yeah, nah. Vince good. said, well, well, you're fired. Hey, we got a guy in Mad Cap, baby. <laughs> Paul Heyman says Mad Cap's a star. Dude, brother. he did. Dude, when oh I saw that, God. that's the only reason why I made that. Well, one... You had that take a couple of weeks ago. But two, I saw that, and I was like, oh, dude, I, I have to do this. Because one, I think it is true. And two, I don't know, I, I thought it was really funny, and it put a smile on my face. But anyway, Dylan, would you like to tell everyone what we're doing next week? And then uh, we'll segue into the interview with Scott Bruce, which was another really good one, which they all have. So Yep. Uh, next week, we will have another special guest on the show. We will be interviewing – uh, independent wrestler Miggy Rose. Um, he's based out of California as well, correct? Yes, I believe he yeah. is in MPW. With... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, yeah, because Brendan, Brendan Devine uh, did shout him out in the interview from a couple weeks ago. So if you guys haven't heard that interview, definitely go give it a listen. But we will be talking to him next week. Um, very excited about that. Uh, we will also be breaking down all the other stuff that we normally do. And like I said, we're treating SmackDown as if it hasn't happened already. Um, so we will be breaking that down as fresh eyes. So anyway, that'll be next week. And that is next week. Um, thanks for listening to this point. Um, the interview will be really good before we get to that. If anyone has any episode ideas, we'd love to hear them because, uh, I have a ton of ideas in the vault, but if we, uh, you know, from a fan that, you know, wants to do something else, maybe we'll make that happen. So, uh, that is all we got for this week. Um, I'm all good, Dylan. Is there anything else from you? Yeah, uh, the only thing I want to say is, as as we transition to the Scott Bruce interview, it was previously recorded. Early on in the interview, there were some technical difficulties, but once you get through some of those glitches, everything clears up, and it was a very fun conversation. So I hope you guys kind of bear with it in the beginning. The first few minutes do get a little spotty, um, but they clear up, and everything was great after that. And he's such a cool dude to talk to, so... Uh, Definitely stick through it. I recommend it. And uh, Mickey Rose will be fantastic next week. Absolutely. And uh, we will catch everyone next week. Yep. All right, guys. We are super excited to be joined by Scott Bruce. Scott works with the Vixens Wrestling Revolution as a promoter and owner. Uh, Scott, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing really good. Awesome. So, it says on their Instagram page that you are the the owner. That is correct, right? Correct. I'm one of the owners. Oh, one of the owners. How many how many owners does that promotion have? Uh, there's three of us. Three of you. Awesome. Yes. Uh, so how did you uh, get into that role? I guess more back. I mean, we've we've talked to wrestlers. We've talked to a ring announcer, Emily Taylor, who who you work with. Um, first time we've talked to a promoter or an owner of sorts. How'd you get into that side of the business of wrestling? Accidental. Accident. <laughs> Sounds like a fun story. It, it really was. I just wanted to try it, and I had a different thing I was trying, and uh, it failed. And I was like, let me try one more time, and it failed. And then um, I was doing a podcast called uh, Renegade Wrestling Radio with, uh, with three other friends, and um, it wound up becoming – rwr we took from the podcast and we turned it into renegade wrestling revolution Mm -hmm. and 
It's going to be a one-night thing, one-night show. Um, our partner, uh, Tiny, James Moore, may God rest his soul, mm-hmm. he goes like, hey, like, no, this is a one-time thing, dude. We're done. We just wanted to give our friends a, a little boost, let them get some good man. Have fun, you know? Right. We're like, he wants one more. Let's do one more. And okay. seven years later, RW around and, uh, well, six years. And then leading into 2020, um, Tiny had passed away in 2019. We had still tried to do, we had done some RWR shows. And then um, we did a show called Rise of the Vixens. And mm-hmm. that show became so big. So, I mean, we're like, you know, okay, let, let's, let's, you know, 2020, everything died. Nyla Rose, uh, Sunny Kiss, Thunder Rosa, Queen of Minata, um, you know. So it, it was a huge thing. And then it turned into we were going to do a show and we wound up having to postpone it due to unforeseen reasons. And mm-hmm. I just came out and said, I don't have the love for RWR anymore since Tiny's gone. I, I didn't feel it. And I went back and looked, and every single one of the girls would share the flyer, promote, send promos. Guys would, too, but it was the base core that I were. Fuck it. Let's go all women. So I went to Tiny's brother, and I was like, hey, you know, Nova, what do you think? Should we try it? We started looking back at our numbers on title match, and... Uh, YouTube and the girls were getting the high numbers. It was the girls, the girls. So uh, uh, my other partner, he was kind of like, I don't know, we shouldn't, it's going to be a lot. And I was like, you know, let's just give it a shot, see what happens. And finally this burst, but before all that, I had to get a blessing and permission to do it. (laughs) And that permission was from Thunder Rosa. (laughs) Oh, I'm very close to. And I'm very I work with her and Mission Pro. I've made all her belts. Whenever they do a show, I'm there helping them set up. You know, I'm not too good to help a promoter, fr- a promoter, friend, family set up, mm-hmm. set up a ring and tear down. I'm not too good for that. You know, I'm I'm mm-hmm. still me. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I talked to her. She said, "Let me think about it." And I talked to Booker about it. And Booker's exact words were, "Hey, you know, I've known you since you were a kid. You've always just done what you need to do." He's like, "So." what's stopping you? He's like, your passion is these girls. They trust you. They know you're looking out for them, taking care of them. And all of this was after it was, you know, after all speak out had come out, you know, I was still there protecting them and looking out for them. Mm-hmm. So Booker said, go ahead and do it, man. It's the best thing. It's the best thing you can do. So, okay. A couple days later, Thunder Rosa hits me up and goes, Hey, um, I'm just making you sweat. Yeah, you're good. You got my blessing. Go for it. <laughs> So we created a logo, we created everything, we started talking to the girls and seeing what they thought about it. All the girls were happy and ecstatic, and that led us into this past January with the show New Wave. Mm-hmm. And it was a great show. I loved the show. Uh, all the girls on there really, you know, gave 
all they had. And it was really something special. So from RWR to VWR, it was an easy transition in my eyes. I just wanted to do it right and get the blessing that I needed to get from Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. And because that was important to me when she gave it to me, it was, you know, all systems go, you know. Absolutely. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that's no. that's all. You were kind of you were kind of breaking up for a second. You said that uh, Nyla Rose, Sunny Kiss. Uh, were there some other names that you mentioned that we might have might have missed that have worked uh, that, that that you've worked with that I've worked with in in RWR? Oh man, um, Jessica James, Mia Yim, Christy James, oh, wow. Randy Alize, oh. uh, see Ember Moon, Wow, um, Nyla Rose, Red Velvet, Jeez. Maddie Rankowski, Vert Vixen, uh, Jasmine Allure. Hollywood, Haley J, wow. Roxy, wow. Rachel Rose. Um, Love her. Uh, we've had uh, doing shows, and um, I, uh, I was friends with Jinder Mahal, and Jinder showed up one day with the title on the show. That's my guy. They got my music? No. Here, take my phone. Here, they have it now. So all of a sudden, you hear, <laughs> That's awesome. here, here comes Jinder with the bell. It's like, what the hell, man? You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So it's always just been something like that, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we had the same thing happened with a bunch of names, you know. MVP did it too. Wow. You know, uh, you know, one of my one of my one of my close friends was a trainer with me, um, Abe Andrew Jackson. Um, uh, he's like, hey, uh, we got a buddy coming. I'm like, what do you mean a buddy? Who we got? I'm not thinking anybody anything. No, here comes MVP in the back. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm like, what the hell, dude? Oh, you know, my I've had God. Stevie Ray pop up back there. I've had the Rock and Roll Express. A bunch of guys oh. that, I was, that I've known through my, with many of my trainers, you know? Mm-hmm. And they just pop up, and there's my trainer Noah going, yeah, you know, Hooch was in town. He wanted to come see you. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell, dude, really? Oh, <laughs> my God. Just on in, right? Yeah, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you oh know, my so, god that's so cool <laughs> oh my dude well, I, I, yeah, i'm man. sure i'm sure kyle just popped when you mentioned gender mahal i love gender mahal <laughs> love him <laughs> he's one of the nicest guys ever man he was actually friends with one, with one of our workers and uh that's how i had met him and he had just come to houston for something because he was living here at the time and i think it was something in his storage he was just getting everything what he was going to finish taking and you know what he was going to get rid of and he hit up my buddy, and he's like, hey, I'm not far from there, man. Uh, I'm going to check the show out. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. I had no clue he was going to show up with the damn belt and go walk out with it and like, hey, what's up, everybody? You know, it's a great, pro- great product, <laughs> you know, great people running it, you know. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing, you know. Love these guys, you know. Congratulations, guys, you know. Uh, Mia awesome. Yim is, is one of the most down-to-earth people I ever meet, you know. She really is. Uh, um, Robin Reed, who was a WOW um, – <laughs> Man, there's so many people, man, that have been on like AEW Dark or mm-hmm. that are in AEW, like Sammy Guevara wrestled for us at a time too. Wow! Um, right after Ooh. the Cruiserweight Classic, uh, Weezy Woo, Kenneth Johnson was with us. Ooh. Wow! Um, <laughs> so I mean, you talk about names. I mean, my very first time we ever did a show with the guys, we had EC3 on the card. <sighs> Oh my god! <laughs> Running in the fucking hood, bro. In the hood with prostitutes outside, no real dressing room, gunshots, and these guys are changing outside and t- going over their matches. Um, Ray Rowe was at a show. I've had Ray Rowe there. 
Mm-hmm. I think he's Eric now, and there. Uh, I yeah. had his wife at the show. Um, wow, man. Uh, the list goes on and on. Um, it's just been it's been you know a lot of people that have been at the shows that you know were just buddies and things like that. You know, just hey man, you free this weekend? Yeah, you want to come in and hang out? Yeah, cool. It's all about uh, having connections. It's all about mm-hmm. having those connections. Um, yeah, and, oh, and you know, I've known Booker over twenty years. You know, really? since I was nine, since I was nine years old, uh, my dad was his chiropractor, and so I mean, I grew up around Booker, always seeing him. And I'm thirty seven now, and you know, Book has always had my back. If I needed advice, it was go to Booker. It was you know, hey, I need I need some advice now. I'm fucking up, I think, and that's what led us to where we were at what, Houston Premier Arena, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> It just wasn't the right fit for for the girls, man. Where the location wasn't right, nothing. And I, I went to him, and I'm like, I need help. I need a real good venue. I need somewhere to really run for these girls because we're getting views where people are talking about it. And you know, he's like, let me talk to Kevin. And I talked to Kevin too, and Kevin was like, Hey, um, what's that date you got? February 25th. Okay, just making sure, man. Y'all are running here. Welcome home. That's awesome. I'm like, I'm home again. I'm back home, you know? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it's just one of those things, man. It, it, I'm fortunate and blessed and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, having someone like Emily Taylor that you all interviewed, our ring announcer, um, Mm -hmm. (coughs) who's not just our ring announcer, but she's my friend. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the workers, uh, Roxy, uh, Rachel Rose, um, Nyla Rose now. Amber Rodriguez, uh, man, the list goes on. Hollywood Haley J, her mother, Amazing Maria. Um, the list is just so much, so big, man, um, that I've made good friends with because I'm mm-hmm. just genuine. I'm just me. I don't try to be what I'm not. I don't go in there and, you know, oh, yeah, you're going to do, do all this. My philosophy in wrestling is a time frame to go in there. You got 20 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. in there. I don't care what the fuck you do. Here's who's here's who's gonna go over <laughs> in the match. You know that's all. I, and, I, and if they come ask me how are we gonna go over, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, just do your I, job. And, yeah. yeah, and I get that from some of the girls still. They come, hey, so what? What do you want? I, I want I want a 15 minute match. Okay, yes. anything specific? No. You want something specific in the match? Well, I was thinking, cool, cool, cool go do it then. Don't that's go. Awesome. I don't want that. I want to give these workers freedom because I'm not putting my body in that ring anymore, busting my ass and taking bumps. That ain't me. I stopped that a long time ago, but they're doing it. So I'm giving them all those freedoms that I wish I could have gotten sometimes. I maybe had it two or three times, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to give them that. Hey, here you go. Your match is this long. It's a blank canvas. You're the artist. Go in there and fucking make a goddamn masterpiece. Tear this fucking bitch down. Do your thing. And I don't censor myself. I talk how I talk. I am how I am. I love every single one of these girls that come and work for us. I'm very close to a lot of them. I will defend them to the bitter end. Uh, a few of them I would probably take a bullet for because I look at them like members of my family and I love them like if they are family to me and they know who they are. And I don't ever want them to think, oh, my hands are tied. No, no, no. With me, your hands aren't tied. Your hands are free. You're not bound to go in there and do your thing. Let the world see what you can do. 
That's awesome. No, that that's awesome. Um, I do want to segue into, do you have a, another story about how you overcame an obstacle, maybe at a show or leading up to one? Man, you know, there's very, I got a few actually, man. But it's his very first one, actually. We just arrived the first Vixens uh, event mm-hmm. um, for VWR. Um, I had a cancellation that morning of the show. Oh, wow. And I, I don't know who to look to. I don't know. Who, I've been trying to hit everybody up. No one can make it. They're out of town. And I'm hitting up all my friends, and they're all like, man, I'm real sorry. If I was there, I'd do it for you. I'd be there, you know. And so finally, I was just – I was at a point, man, I, I got to think of something. And that's when I got a call, hey – this person's available. Why don't you hit her up? And I'm like, I don't know her. And they're like, you know what? I've already been talking to her. She's down to do it. Just hit her up. Oh, hey, what's up? Boom. And boom, Mia Friday. Wow. I love Mia Friday. Meeting meeting Mia, it became like, I told her, I gave her a big hug and I said, welcome to the family. You belong here. This is your promotion, girl. You know? And she's so young, right? She's only 16, right? So young, so incredible, awesome worker, great personality, laughing, loves what she does. I mean, she's a worker, but she she turns into a fan still when she watches good matches, and she says it too. So, I mean, I respect the hell out of Mia Friday. I think she's she's on the path to being one of the best workers around. Wow, that's awesome. Kyle's actually raved about her a little bit, not not on the show, but I mean, we we talk privately as well because we're good friends. And I mean, I've I've heard the name brought up. Um, yeah, so that's a big, awesome. big fan. Yeah, you need to go to YouTube, man, and look up title match wrestling and go watch the VWR matches we have on there. No, yeah, that's, she's incredible because there's awesome. one match that's not there yet, and that's Rachel Rose and Laney Luck. Ooh. That match was sit, sit back, sit back, buckle up, get your popcorn, and pray to God you don't throw it when you pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, that's incredible. So, um I, I, I want I want to touch base with something that you mentioned um, a little earlier. Did did you say something about you used to you used to wrestle, possibly or? Uh yeah, uh, I, I was going through everything. I did. I became a manager, okay. and, and um you know I I don't like getting hit with straps, chairs, uh going through tables, getting beat beat up, running around the ring because I'm scared of <laughs> leather straps hitting me. Yeah, you know, it just it, it, you know, um, I love it. I love it with a passion. Mm-hmm. I really do. But uh, I, I like what I do now. You mm-hmm. know, I like being a promoter. I like being able to see what the future of the business is holding up and what they're bringing. And I like to be able to take that and kind of let them, let them come up to me like, hey, I have an idea for a gimmick. Um, I want to be Little Red Riding Hood, but I want to be the wolf. And I want to come out with a basket and beat beat fans with it. All right, let's give it a shot. If it works, you're over. All right, awesome. Hey, mm-hmm. guess what? It didn't work. I have another idea, though. How about you be Snow White? We'll find you a midget, and you beat it with a midget. Oh, my God, it got over. <laughs> Great. There's the midget. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. I mean, th- that's just my mindset, you know? Yeah. So, and that's just, that, that's just what it is, man, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, one of my real good friends is Ricardo Rodriguez. So I'll hit him up and I chunk the weirdest ideas to him. He's like, man, dude, you know, Papi, I don't know if that's going to work. I'm like, give it a spot, bro. Give it a spot. Man, I don't know having a guy dressed up in an INS hat and a Donald Trump wrestler is going to be a good thing, man. That's not a good idea. It might work. Oh, yeah. my God. 
So, uh, so as you know, competition in wrestling is a major component, especially nowadays. Can you tell everyone what sets VWR apart from everyone else? I'm not scared to try new things with these girls. Okay. These girls have ideas. They want to try different stuff. They want to do different style matches. And a lot of times people still look at women's wrestling and they think that it's still below men's and it's not, it's, it's at that level. And the big thing about it, about RWR, VWR is different. VWR is not my promotion. It's not my partner's promotion. We just flipped the bill. Mm -hmm. This promotion belongs to these girls. It's their promotion. And they know it. They have say in what they do. They have freedom to do what they want. And that's one thing people don't do. Hey, I see guys, oh, my promotion, my promotion, my promotion. No, no, no. It's not yours, man. It's not yours. It's your workers. Let mm-hmm. them have it. And that's the one thing I preach. I flip the bill. And I talk to one of these girls all the time. I'm like, who do you want to work? Who, 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 what's a dream opponent you want? Okay, cool. I'm just paying you. Do, do your thing. Go in there and be, this is yours. You, do your thing. And that's how I look at it. It's not my promotion. It's theirs. It belongs to them. So <clears throat> what sets it apart? Freedom. They have freedom to do what they want. We're willing yep. to push the boundaries on matches. If they want to do something crazy, hey, I, I, I can do a, a, a 1,200. I want to climb a 30-foot ladder, and I want you to put alligators down there, and, you know, <laughs> and I'm going to do it, you know. Hey, I did the 2,500. What do you think? Awesome. Great job. Did the alligator bite you? No, I'm good. Where's your leg? The gator got it. But I'm good. I'm good. you know um so what sets it apart freedoms and it's not my company it's theirs it belongs to these girls and i say that full-heartedly and full of love vwr belongs to the vixens that's That's, the way to run it that's that's awesome no that's that's from from a fan's perspective we love hearing that you know wrestlers have some freedom it's not just a bunch (laughs) of suits back there telling them what to do and um I'll tell you what, Scott, your passion is infectious. I'm, I'm ready to run through a wall right now for you, my guy. I mean, mm. this is great. Um, I do. Uh, so we, we shared some messages back and forth, and you mentioned something to me about possibly taking uh, VWR on the road. Um, obviously, it's still kind of early on, but is that on the docket? You know, what, what, what's the timeline for that, I guess? Right now, I'm working with somebody, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it would be VWR. Oh, VWR would be there. We'd mm-hmm. have representation, but it'd be with another company. So oh, okay. we're looking at heading up into the Indiana area. <gasps> that, that's what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> Scott, we're from Indiana. You got to come here. <laughs> have you ever heard of Battle Broads? No, no, I no, have not. I have not. No. All right. Well, they're, they're it's, it's probably going to make a comeback. So that's where we're going to bring the VWR girls. Uh, we're going to get some of our girls. We're going to go up there. We're going to go do our. We're going to go do our thing. We're going to go rock Indiana and let Indiana get a taste of what VWR is, along with another promotion. That is awesome, Kyle. We're gonna. <laughs> that's that's on the list. Oh, that's absolutely. We gotta go. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> We will definitely be there. Um, so VWR has signed a lot of talent for shows. Obviously, you said uh, Rachel Rose, Mia Friday. Uh, there's an event on the 25th of this month in which Masha Slamovich is signed and easily becoming one of my favorites on the independent scene. Love her. Who don't, else? Don't let her hear that she's becoming. You need to say she is or she'll hurt you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is true. 
who else can you tell the audience has impressed you or that is signed for an upcoming event who we should keep our eye on? Um, AQA's on that event too versus Masha Slamovich. Yes. Uh, AQA is a, she's a friend. So it was pretty cool, you know, with a, Hard to get a hold of her, but uh, you know, through one of my one of my girls, uh, Rachel Rose, she got a hold of her, and uh, I hit her up, and she's like, "So, what's the plan?" I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out, you know." Yeah. So that's what we got coming up. Um, you know, right now, man, um, I have a lot in the works. I have I have one big name coming, and it's oh, a man. huge name, and uh. Uh, I'm not allowed to mention any spoilers anymore. Okay, but it's gonna be for our biggest event of the year, and that event will take place in May. Oh, Jacob's gonna kill me when he hears this. Um, our biggest event is Rise of the Vixens, and we're uh, you know that, that's the idea is to make that event one of the biggest events in Texas for women's wrestling. Wow. Okay. So I've already got one name confirmed. And it's right. a big name, you said. Recently released NXT talent name. Ooh. Say no more. We're tuning in. That's yeah. we, don't want, we don't want to get you in trouble, so we won't pry too much. But I mean, you've got us sold. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, so, it's, it's, I was told Rise of the Vixens too that I wasn't going to have Nyla Rose there. I wasn't going to have Sunny Kiss. I wasn't going to have Red Velvet. I wasn't going to have Thunder Rosa. Every I had people saying, "Oh, you ain't got all that. You ain't got all that." Day of the fucking show. What happens? Boom. They're there. I I had the first. I made history by bringing the OVW Women's Champion at the time and defending the title outside of Kentucky in Texas for the first time. Wow! Wow! So that that was something big. So yeah, I mean, tell me I'm not going to do something. I'm going to do it. I mean, we believe you. Like I said, we're ready to run through a wall for you, Scott. Absolutely. I I, buddy. I love you. I don't know if it's too early to say that. You're you're, at your your passion is is is. I'm speechless, Kyle. You might have to keep talking. I know. Well, <laughs> I, I can hear a promo from this guy every single day of the week. Um. So I guess another follow up question for me: Are you solely in charge of finding and signing talent? Um. Are the other owners, or is there any one specific that helps you with uh with getting uh, this talent? Everybody. 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 Even the, the roster, the girls in the roster, they're like, hey, I was at a show, man. I saw this girl. Hit her up. Or I, I go through my inbox and I get a message. Bing! Like Layla Gray uh, was at a show with me. And I love Layla. She's one of – she's become one of my one of my really good friends, even though she's from Queens. I, I make fun <laughs> of her for being from Queens. I'm not I'm, – I'm, I'm originally from the Bronx, so. Gotcha. We get eat. Um, but she <laughs> said, hey, I got a friend that wants to come in. And I think maybe three days later my phone started beeping and it's – uh, Nevaeh is hitting me up. Hey, Layla, told me about you. I'd love to come in. You know, everything she said is really good. And you know, and that's the one thing they all go back and say. You know, hey, when you go there, it's freedom, it's passion. I mean, I I can I can't lie and say that. Oh yeah, man, giving the the giving the the rally to the to the girls in the beginning to my vixen, letting them know everything. You know how much we're putting into this for them how much this is their company, how much they have say. I can't say that I wasn't emotional because at one point before the show, I had to come sit in my car and let, and let some tears out because I was so happy 
and so proud that everything that I put in to wanting to make this happen, I got to see it become a reality. I cried at the first Rise of the Vixens event because it meant so much to me because I wanted that event so bad. And I was always outvoted or it can't happen. And it finally did. And it became our greatest event ever. And so when VWR, what they had started, I, I just, I, it hadn't hit me yet that it was real until the girls were there. And it was like, this is real. And I just told them, I said, look, we're not trying to say that you're not as good, just as good. You're going to be better than what they see you as. And what people think, oh, men are better than women at everything. Guess what? Not really. Sometimes, but no. You know, this is wrestling. It's meant for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, get that mindset that men are better at it. Because I can go to a show and this is anything. And I can guys there that I'm like, oh, that dude's pretty cool. The crowd loves him, but he fucking sucks. And then I go to it, and then same show, I see a girl come out to the ring, and she tears the fucking house down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see it with Thunder Rosa every time she does a show. I see it with Britt Baker. I see Rachel Rose, Roxy, um, the Insidious One. Oh, I love her. Um, Maddie Rankowski, Jasmine Allure, Hollywood Haley J, Amber Rodriguez, Nyla Rose. I mean, I'm open. Like I told people... VWR is not just for the women. It's open to the LGBTQ community as well. It's mm-hmm. open to Sunny Kid. It's open to Nyla Rose. It's open to Effie. It's open to all these openly, you know, gay, trans, lesbian. It's open to all of them. And a lot That's of them are awesome. like, oh, well, well wh- why are you doing it like that? You're trying to get sympathy. No, I'm not, because I'm a member of that community as well. And I want to give them a safe haven to come and not feel like they're being pointed out saying, oh, no one change in front of the guy because he's going to stare or don't do this. No, I remember that community as well. I'm openly bisexual and I'm very proud of that. And it took having friends like Nyla, Sonny, that opened up my eyes and me seeing them go through that mm-hmm. and saying, man, they're so damn strong. It's time. I need to I need to be me. And that's what makes it so important what makes it so different and so good. Oh, that's an awesome answer. That's, that's, that's awesome. I'm, I'm whew, getting me a little teared up. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Oh, Don't wow. you got the next question? You want me yeah, to keep going? So um, you, you, you mentioned um, you've been close friends with, with Booker T for a while um, that, you know, th- did you say that your dad was his chiropractor or? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, did, did you also mention you're from the Bronx? Born. Born. Okay, so how'd you end up down in, in Houston and I guess linked up with Booker? Obviously, your dad worked with him. My uh, fa- my you... parents were originally from Houston. Oh, okay. And they were going to New York, and I was a premature. And I oh. popped out, and, and I was from the Bronx. We had friends up there, so should do my thing, man, you know? How, so, long, how long were you in the Bronx uh, or uh, in, in New York? I've gone back and forth to the Bronx for many years, man. You know, I have fa- friends that are like family up there. I have uh, my my mom had a friend from there who was pretty much my aunt. So, you know, hey, you know, he's acting up. We're setting him up there. I'm going home. <laughs> you know, I'm, I was talking to Tiffany Nevaez about it. I was telling her, man, I I can tell you where Antonio, Antonio's Pizza Shop is and go get me a one of the best slices there is in the city. I can tell you what, what the best hot dog stands are. There's about four of them right on 178th. You know? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, 
You know, it's um, it, it's just it's the Bronx is a different is a different breed. But me, that's what me and Tiffany got cool with. You know, until she called me a Puerto Rican, then I wasn't happy. <laughs> <laughs> me and her don't talk anymore. Now we're no longer friends. But not playing. She's gonna stab oh. me. <laughs> so before How, I oh, go ahead, Dylan. I was just gonna ask. Uh, you you mentioned it's a, it's a different animal up there. How comparably to the Houston area, is it a little calmer? I guess down in Texas, or, or or how are they? How do they compare? I'm just curious from yeah from a personal oh, yeah. standpoint. Yeah, it's calmer in Texas. Uh, you know, in New York, man, I I don't want to drive. I go I go into a taxi. I buckle up. If they got more, if they got more than one seatbelt I can use, I'm doing that, grabbing an old shit bar, and hoping to God he's having a good day. Because <laughs> if he ain't, it says twenty. He's going fifty. <laughs> and heaven forbid there's a dog in the road or a cat, you know, it's like, oh my God, don't hit it. <laughs> he swerves, almost hits another car, keeps going, dog's fine. You know, I mean, I, I've seen big rats down here, and I tell all the time, I've seen big rats down here. I literally have sat down and I had a rat sit next to me, and he was about three, three and a half, four feet tall. He looked at me and goes, what's up? <laughs> I'm like, what's up, bro? You doing good? Yeah, all right, man. What are you trying to get to? You try, I'm trying to Chinatown, bro. You got to get on the number six sub, get off at the at the 16th stop, and then you got to go to the 27th. When you get on that one, you got to go two two more stops, and then you get off and you go up. There's Chinatown, bro. I got you. And take your turtles with you. <laughs> take your turtles with you, oh, man. <laughs> So, uh, Sky, I, I didn't want to say this. I, I didn't know what other way to say it. Uh, I stalked you on Twitter for a little bit. Creep. And I, and I saw that you followed Kimberly, who I absolutely love. Is, uh, is there any connection between you two? Have you worked with her, or what's the story behind that? Um, my connection to her is through my wrestling mother, Amazing Maria. Gotcha. And um, I actually am bringing her in for an event. I sponsor a lot of events mm-hmm. for, you know, for uh, uh, for friends of mine, their promotions. So, um, he, you know, Rachel Rose happens to be a champion. She's one of my good friends, one of the people I'm closest to. Even though she doesn't kick certain people in the face when I tell her to, and she needs to do that more often, just for my pure enjoyment. And she made me bend the knee, and I'm pretty salty about that still. But um, <laughs> she was promised a match with Kimberly a while back, and just couldn't happen, couldn't happen. Another promotion, and I was like, you know what? Let me give Maria a call. I called. I said, Mom, I, I need Kimber. What can you do for me? She goes, Give me a bit. I got you. Following day, she's like, This is what Kimber wants. This is it. Boom, boom, boom. Where's the date? March fifth. Bring her in. Cool. Locked in. So Kimber's coming in to PWF Premier awesome. Wrestling Federation. That's cool. No, yeah, I am a huge fan of her. She uh, she's been a couple programs with. Maybe my top, I guess my favorite wrestler, uh, Rosemary from Impact Wrestling. Oh my gosh, she is fantastic. Rosemary, really, she's awesome. Oh, dude, she is incredible. I have been talking about Rosemary Dunn for what (laughs) five, six years now. I hung out with with my uh, when my uncle brought her here for an autograph signing. I hung out with her. I'm jealous. So cool. I'm very, very jealous because she is her character work. I personally don't think there's anyone better than her. She is incredible. Oh man, that is a that. I mean, Sue Young's character work is great too. Yep. Yeah, Sue Young. Yep, another one that I love. Um, Abaddon 
in AEW. She uh, she kills it as well. So uh, I've so, I've known her for so long. Who Abaddon? She, yeah, she's so cool. So my next question, um, jumping in, uh, where do you see VWR in five years, and what upgrades in production would you like to see by that time period? Man, upgrades in production are happening on this next show where we're running at. Um, okay. If you look at Reality of Wrestling on yep. YouTube, that's going to be the production we have now. Oh, wow. Um, we're running in their building, in Booker's building. We'll be running from there from now on. That's now our permanent home, and I'm so blessed and fortunate that I have that. And um, it's one of the greatest feelings in the world to know that I have someone like family that has my back whenever I need it. You know, And he'll yell at me when I need it, too. He still chews my ass. I'm 37 years old, but I'm still scared of that, man. But I, And I respect him. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. and uh, Charmel is the same way. Uh, mm-hmm. Love, love her to pieces. But if I something's wrong, she'll get, she'll chew my ass out too. Hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not above getting my ass chewed out and being told something. Um, mm-hmm. I've worked security for them many times. Just you know, get there early. Hey, put a shirt on. Cool, help us out. All right, cool, whatever. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So in five years, man, I I really hope it's it's growing. I hope I'm up there with with the Mission Pros, with the Shimmers, with the W.O.W.s. Uh, and if it's not on TV, I just hope people are talking about the product more. I mm-hmm. hope people are just saying, you know, hey, these girls are giving it all they have. But honestly, man, my main goal is I want to get these girls looked at. I want to get, I want to see them on the bigger, the bigger market. I don't, I don't care about VWR, what happens in five years. I care about where these girls are going to be in five years. I want to mm-hmm. know that these girls are on WWE, they're in NXT, they're in AEW Impact. Yeah, going to Mexico, going to Japan. That's what I want to see in five years. I want these girls to grow in five years and be bigger and better. You know, the company will grow with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yep. my main goal, get these girls looked at, man. Get them signed. You know, <clears throat> that's just that's the truth of it. You know, they mean so much to me. They 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 have my back. They defend me through everything, you know. And I mean, I couldn't ask for a better group. Than my core group. I really couldn't. I'm so blessed to have them all. Mm-hmm. And I love them all very much. Like I said earlier. And some, like I said, I'll take a bullet for some of them. You know? Yeah. And, that, you know, truthfully, that's what I want. I, I, the company will grow. You know? In five years, it'll grow. But I want to see them succeed in five mm-hmm. years. That's what I want. That's my goal. What can I do for them to get looked at? What can I do for them to say? For someone to look at me, God damn, you know, I want to sign that girl. That girl's fucking great. Let's sign her. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to see. In five years, I want to see at least four or five of the girls that are with us. I want to see them on NXT or WWE or AEW, you know, Impact. That's what I mm-hmm. want to see. That's awesome. Yep. Great answer. All right, Dylan, do you have any other questions for him? <sighs> trying to catch my breath here. <laughs> Man, y'all should come in as sponsors for one of our girls. Hey, we we would love to to work closely with you guys in the future. Um, if that's hey, if if that's an opportunity on the table, Kyle and I will definitely pounce for sure. Mm-hmm. I got a great list of girls for this coming show, man. I, I mean, touch the surface. So, I mean, you got Danny B, Oklahoma Zone. You got Maserati. You know, FSW yep. in Las Vegas. You know, uh, Claudia Solis, who's a legend down here in Texas. You know, Masha, AQA, um, what, Rachel Rose. Dude, the list just goes on and on with some of the great talent that we have. And, man, you know what? I, 
I'm very scratching the surface of what of who's who I'm going to bring in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people don't realize I, I'm still I'm still testing my waters. Yeah. You know, but trust me, uh, Booker's a big help. Thunder Rosa is a huge help. Mm-hmm. She's always like, "What do you need? What help do you need?" And I'll, I'll say it right now. Uh, I went to her show last week, and I went up and gave her a hug, and. You know, I um, I gave her a hug and I thanked her for giving me her blessing and letting this promotion be what it is. And I cried, and even she tell that it was it was all heart. And mm-hmm. I make belts too. It's a hobby. Really? And I made all her belts. That's awesome. You know, I'm making all the VWR belts. <laughs> so, uh, so Scott, I have a non wrestling related question for you that uh, we like to ask everyone that comes on the show. Okay. Um, so, uh, what popular food would you be completely okay with not eating for the rest of your life? So mine, I'm not a big bacon guy and everyone loves bacon. So I'd be completely okay with not eating it the rest of my life. Ice cream's another one. I like it, but I'd be okay with it. Uh, so which one, uh, what food Sushi. for you? Sushi. I, yeah, I get that one too. I hate sushi. Really? I yeah. love sushi. See, I Kyle, like Kyle seafood. I, I love uh, like lobster and you know stuff like that. But when it comes to just like sushi, I don't know, man. It just man, uh, maybe lobster, I just haven't tried the right one. Lobster, crab, crawfish. Yeah, I'll, fantastic. I'll, I'll tear it up. You know, you put sushi in front of me, it's like hey, I don't know about this. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm I'm the exact same way you are. I can do without sushi. <sighs> That's crazy. All the names that you. That you named in that you hung out with Rosemary. Oh man, that is, I'm very jealous about that. Yeah, she's really, really nice, you know. So it was real cool to, you know, help them out at that event and for a comic palooza, you know, be there, help them out, you know, and you know, get to talk to her every few minutes, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, she's real, real nice, you know, real sweet, you know. Um, it was uh, it was really cool, you know, getting to t- talk to her that day. So I, I enjoyed it. Is there uh, anyone from Japan that you worked with? Any of the like the big names like Yuka Sakazaki, um, Kairi Soho, who's been in the WWE world a little bit, um, Sayuri. Is there any names from Japan that you've worked with? Um, not close like okay. that, but I do know some. Um, oh, oh man, what's his name? The Shining Diamond of the Bullet Club. Uh, I can't remember his name now. But, uh, you know, some of those guys that, you know, my trainer Noah's close to that he knows. Um, it's not Tamatanga, is it? No, no. Okay. No. I, I have met his dad a few times, and that's the scariest man you'll ever meet in your life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, he's from Texas, too. Uh, God, I can't remember his name. It's hor- I'm horrible with names sometimes. Yeah. You know? But, uh, yeah, there's been a few guys that I've actually met, but get d- done stuff with. No, not yet. I- I'm I'm trying to work on something, but it's just, you know, it gets kind of hard. It's like the, a lot of the girls in the U.K. that I want to bring, like mm-hmm. Alana Austin, you know. Mm-hmm. I really want to bring Lana Austin, but, you know, it's, it's whenever she's doing a, America, a U.S. tour, you know, when she's in the States. And so it gets difficult, man, because there's so many great talents you want to book. But a lot of them don't come to the States that often, especially now that mm-hmm. COVID is what it is. And 
everything. It's just, it's crazy. All right. Well, Dylan, that, that's all I have for him. So if you want any questions or wrap us up. Yeah, no, Scott, this has been a blast to talk to you. Um, the chat with you uh, through Instagram over the last uh, little bit has been fun. You're, you're, you sound like such a down to earth guy and I hope you guys do come up to Indiana soon. So Kyle and I can not only come to a show to see the girls compete, but also get to meet you and hang out with you. Cause dude, you're, you're, you're a blast to talk to. Man, y'all can come to Texas in May. Come hey, check I'm out gonna... our big show in May. Come check it out, man. You guys can come as my guests. Free tickets. If you guys want to come, I'll have two tickets at the door for you guys. Hey, I mean. That'd be Kyle, something to consider. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle, we uh, might have to do that. <laughs> we'll, yeah. yeah. Let us let us check with our schedules. We'll definitely keep in touch with you. Yeah. Um, Maybe do a live podcast and interview some of the girls, you know? Yeah. Oh, that absolutely. would be fantastic. Yeah. That would you be know? uh I'm I'm, op- I'm open to help people, man. I, people always, you know, I always tell people, you know, it's like I brought up sponsorship to you guys. You guys jumped on it. And it's like, man, you know what? Yeah, you know, you guys want to do do for us. And, hey, you know what? Come on down to Texas, man. Come check out the show. Come talk to the girls beforehand, after, you know, interview them. Get get a good, get a, you know, get your stuff in there, man. You know, hey, girls, you know, this is what we're doing. This is, you know, who we are. You know, can we do an interview? And a lot of the girls we work with, man. They're a hundred percent down to do it. Hundred percent to sit there and and do an interview, man. Come anytime you want as a show, you know. Come on, I mean, bring your stuff, do a recording, get it recorded, get them on there. You know, I don't mind. That's that's helping people out, man. That's what we were doing at one time when we had a podcast. You know, I mean, get invited to a show. Hey, let let let's get EC. We got EC three in the show, man. Let, let's get them on here. Um, you know. Going with Brooke and Booker having like the boogeyman there, Undertaker <laughs> popping up randomly. Hey, man, can you give us a shout out? Yeah, I got you. Cool. Thank you. You know, so it, you know, I, I know what it is to have a podcast, man. It's always, yeah. you know, some people go, oh, they're, they're dumb. You don't want to have podcasts. Dude, hey, podcasts is, you know, it's something you love. You guys love wrestling. You guys love doing this. So, yeah, man, open door, open door for you guys. You want to come interview some of the girls, man? Open door. You guys are more than welcome to come do it. Well, we're going to have to. Yeah, We'd yeah, love we're... to uh, maybe do like a show review a couple times as well, if that's mm-hmm. cool with you. We'll just highlight the whole show in one episode and uh, definitely shout everyone out. So, Oh, yeah, man. I, I'd love it. I'd love it. Cool. Yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely going to stay in touch with you, Scott. You've been great. Um, and uh, definitely keep tuning into the show because you're going to hear a lot more of uh, not only you, but your promotion as well. We're going to continue to follow along and shout you guys out as much as we can. Hey, follow um, but, him on Twitter and Instagram as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys very much, man. I'm truly humbled. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. We, uh, hey, have hope, a good one. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> yeah. Hope to hear from you soon. We'll be in touch. Take it easy, guys. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, no problem. <clears throat>